Welcome to the Peaceful Life Podcast. I'm your host, Laura, coming to you from a cottage in the woods in the beautiful mountains of California. Today's episode is about being kind, mindfully kind, to people who piss you off. I know you know who those people are. First, a disclaimer. There is no excuse for abuse, whether it's emotional, verbal, mental, or physical. If you're in any type of an abusive relationship, please seek help now. What we're addressing today is your daily interactions with people, your boss, coworkers, mates, children, friends, checkers at the grocery store, classmates, teachers. Throughout your day, your week, your life, there are going to be people who irritate you, people who are even openly mean or have done something that angers you, either in person or online. So how do we deal with that peacefully instead of auto-reacting with anger or aggression? I'll start with a story. I was in a local shop with my daughter where the proprietor was extremely cold. She wouldn't look us in the eyes. She was short with us. She didn't smile. We were about to drop hundreds of dollars in this store, and yet she wasn't really treating us like valued customers. After the visit, I was like, wow, she was kind of a bitch. I was really turned off personally, and I wondered how on earth she even did business. About a month later, I went out to dinner with friends, and this same woman was seated across from me. I thought, great, now I have to spend a whole evening with her. She said a short hello and immediately pulled up the menu between us. But as the evening went on, the woman softened. We had a lot in common, actually, and I enjoyed our conversation and her company, and I believe it was mutual. Eventually, she confided in me that she had recently lost her son, very recently. So that time we encountered her in her store, not only was she in extreme grief from just losing her child, but she was trying to carry on her business and interact with customers so that she could retain her living. The thought was heartbreaking. I felt immediately ashamed for having judged her so harshly. Negativity in any form is usually a cover for pain and fear. Every person carries around their own set of pain and fears with them. Those that don't have resources to handle their pain end up inflicting more pain upon others. Even animals carry pain with them. A dog who's been abused might bark at you and bite if you come close. People aren't any different. They'll, quote, bark and bite in a figurative sense. But emotional pain is like a disease. Spreading it doesn't cure you. It just infects more people. So think about this. Every time you encounter someone who is harsh, angry, or pisses you off, just stop and breathe and don't immediately react. Don't argue. There's a good chance that the person is expressing their own pain and fear. It might not be as significant as losing a child. It could be a problem with their marriage or they can't make their bills this month. The point is you just don't know. You can approach each individual with compassion. Tell yourself to be intentionally or mindfully kind. Most people just want to be heard 
acknowledged and appreciated. Maybe this person wants to be validated. The woman in the store was not going to tell every customer that she had just lost her son. She just wanted to get through her day. But when we were together having a conversation and getting to know each other, she felt safe enough to tell me, and I was extremely grateful for that. So what does this all have to do with Sarah Silverman? Well, a couple weeks ago on Twitter, a man reacted to something Sarah had posted with aggression. His tweet to her had one word in it, cunt. She responded by reading his timeline and finding out that he was in pain, physical pain. He had back problems. Her response was, I believe in you. I read your timeline and I see what you're doing and your rage is thinly veiled pain. But you know what? I know this feeling. P.S. My back fucking sucks too. See what happens when you choose love. I see it in you. The man immediately backed down from his aggression and explained how he had been abused as a child and how he was currently suffering from poverty. Sarah responded by finding the man a back specialist in his area, and she covered the bill. Because of her mindful kindness, the man has now started a GoFundMe campaign to help others in his community who need but cannot afford medical help. You see, kindness can be passed on and propagated as well. The gestures don't have to be as grand as Sarah's. We can all start on a small scale. Try being mindfully kind for just one day, even when you yourself feel cranky and tired. I promise it'll make you feel better. If you snap at the grocery store clerk, they're just going to send you negative energy back. They'll be the one who whispers, what a bitch, behind your back. But if you approach each person with peace and kindness, you know, something wonderful happens. It all starts coming back to you. You're treated better. The world is brighter. And your life is filled with more peace and joy. And another thing happens when you start being mindfully kind on a regular basis. You'll start remembering all the times that you were not. The things that you've said about someone or to someone that weren't fair, judgy, or gossip. In fact, you'll pretty much become appalled at your past self. But that's okay, because as long as you start recognizing those instances in the past, it will help you catch yourself in the future. I'll leave you with one last story. When I was in junior high school, we had an English teacher named Mrs. Roan, whom all the kids hated. She was a mean teacher who yelled at everyone, even the kids with the good grades. That was me. I was the kid in the front row who always raised her hand. One day, sitting in the front row, I noticed that Mrs. Roan had a keychain hanging from her purse that said Aries, depicting her astrological sign. Well, I had just received one of those intricate coloring books that had a zodiac theme to it. That night, I decided to color the Aries page, and I brought it in to Mrs. Roan the next day as a gift. Not to get in good with her or anything, I was already getting a good grade in her class. It was just because. But let me tell you, when I handed her the colored page, her face lit up with a huge smile. 
Up until that point, no kid had ever seen her smile before. She sank down in her chair and thanked me profusely. How did you know that I was an Aries? she asked. I explained that I saw it on her keychain. She remarked how observant I was and thanked me. And for the rest of the year, she wasn't so harsh. Now, my mother, who is a very wise woman, explained to me that it was probably the first time any student had done anything kind to her. Years later, I ran into Mrs. Roan on the street as she was carrying groceries into her apartment. I offered to help, and she invited me in for tea. She lived in a tiny one-bedroom apartment with two cats, and she liked to crochet blankets. She was happy. We caught up on each other's lives. I never did find out what pain or fear she carried that made her be so brash of a teacher, but I'm glad she found her peace after she retired. If you have a story about being mindfully kind, I'd love to hear about it. Email me at laura at thepeaceful.life. For other episodes, visit SoundCloud or my website at thepeaceful.life. And if you love this series, no, I'm not going to ask for money this time. Just tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best advertising. Remember, you are a spectacular human being. We all are. This is Laura, and you've been listening to the Peaceful Life Podcast.